This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. All right. Wake Forest has been to seven consecutive bowl games. They have won five of them. Uh, It's a pretty good run for Dave Clawson's group. Is it the best in Wake Forest history? Best run in Wake Forest history? Connor O'Neill, Deacons Illustrated, is joining us on the Adam Gold Show. So we start with the simple and the knuckle-dragging. Is this the best Wake Forest has ever been? I think so. Uh, Certainly, the only real comparison to make here is between 2006 and 2008, and that's only a three-year stretch. Right. Uh, the it, it continues to boggle my mind every time I write it, and it, it's getting to be a couple years in a row now that I've had to write it and keep adjusting. Uh, that the previously longest bowl streak in Wake Forest history was three years. <laughs> okay. uh, they, they've now more than doubled it. Uh, it was it was a nice novelty thing when they made it four straight, and then it was five straight, then it was six straight, and they had doubled it. Now it's seven straight, and uh, you know, this season is going to test them. Certainly the the last eight games after they come out of that off week is going to be pretty grueling, but it's certainly a roster that can make a bowl and make it eight straight years. And you just keep keep stacking them, and uh, they're going to continue to hope that they get a season like they did in 21 where they could compete for a conference championship. Well, that would be remarkable in the year of the first year of no divisions. But, look, anything is, anything is possible. I know you're also – cover Duke, and I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that Duke beats Clemson uh, in the opener, just because week one is weird, and I think Duke is good. I think Clemson is good, too. I'm not saying Duke's better than Clemson, but I wouldn't be completely... I would it, I would not fall off my chair if the Blue Devils won that game on the opening Monday night of the season. What what sticks out to you, though, about what Clawson has done over this seven-year stretch? And their record is about 500 in league play, which frankly is pretty good for Wake Forest for over a seven-year run. What sticks out to you about this program? The the longevity and the sustainability of it. Uh, it, it all it all gets tied into being a developmental program. Like you you haven't seen them grab top twenty-five classes uh, like some people would like them to go out and do. They've stuck to the model that worked to get them to this point and and they've continued to target those types of recruits that they can come you know they're not they're not bringing in your 320 pound freshman offensive lineman right. who's going to start for three or four years and leave uh they they continue to get the multi-sport kid that is coming in at 260 and they put him in what they call the incubator and, and get him <laughs> to a point where his third fourth fifth year in the program he can play at a really high level and I think the previous staff, look, Jim Grove did a lot of things at Wake Forest that people didn't think was possible for for Wake. Won an ACC championship, and that's kind of the one thing that he has over Clawson at this point when you compare resumes. But that staff, at the end of their tenure, their recruiting slipped, and and they tried to grab some kids that they probably shouldn't have been going for. And uh, that's something, you know, Anything can happen in the future, but that's something that Dave Clawson and the staff haven't started doing yet. Uh, it's They grab a couple four-stars a class, but it's mostly three-stars that they can develop and hang on to, and that's pretty impressive. 
Connor O'Neill, Deacons Illustrated, also Devils Illustrated. Same place uh, you can uh, – if... are you on threads yet? Not on threads. I'm, I'm on Twitter until it burns to the ground. <laughs> I mean, it's inevitable. I don't like what happened to my tweet deck. I don't know what they did. They just – they I can't – it took me like 20 minutes to send you a DM the other day. Um, let me uh, – First of all, 27 and 28 is the record in ACC play in the last seven years. And people say, well, it's only 500. Yeah, it's Wake Forest. I get it. Uh, that's still a pretty good uh, a pretty good run. What stands out to me about them over the th- this run has been the level of athleticism. I mean, they al- almost always seem to have like, oh, my gosh, that's an elite wide receiver. I can see him in the NFL. Uh, or it's, it's a, a defensive lineman. That is that is pushing for a linebacker. They always seem to have athletes, and I think it's it's just remarkable to me that they have guys that look the part um, all the time. Let me let me just throw one uh, one more thing at you, and this is based on news of the day with with what's going on at Northwestern. Dave Clawson's n- name has obviously come up, so I mean I don't I can't imagine anything would happen now with with Clawson. I think he would just slam the phone down because of yeah. the timing of it all. But could you see Wake Forest losing a coach to Northwestern? So it's interesting because uh, for the last, definitely the last about 18 months, um, since the end of the 21 season and Dave, uh, before I think it was before they played that last game of the regular season at BC, they announced a contract extension for him. Right. And, uh, since then, I've pretty much said there are two jobs in college football that I would see Dave Clawson leaving Wake Forest for without, you know, getting the SEC deal of $50 million or whatever it would be, right. uh, that, that crazy monopoly money type contract. And those two schools have been Notre Dame and Northwestern. And so Northwestern, I think, does fit the profile of kind of what I had in mind, like that private academic driven school uh, could, could kind of punch up uh, if you will, and could recruit to a certain model that is similar to what he's done, not only at Wake, but at Bowling Green, at Richmond, at Fordham, everywhere else he's been. Where, where this becomes a non sequitur to me is Northwestern has to clear so many financial hurdles. They're now to get a quality coach in there. You're going to have to overpay. Yeah. By by a considerable amount. That's hard to do when you're trying to build an $800 million stadium, uh, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. So I guess those planes get put on hold. The part that really makes it a non sequitur, I'll, I'll get to the punchline here in a minute. Uh, Pat Fitzgerald and Dave Clawson have the same manager. Oh. Uh, not manager. Agent. Agent. Yeah. Agent. Uh, it's Brian Harlan, a Chicago-based agent. I, I cannot see... Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Taruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone can do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Northwestern going to war with Brian Harlan about Pat Fitzgerald's contract (laughs) and how they fired him. 
and then they turn around and say, oh, by the way, we want to hire one of your other guys. Right. Well, strange, uh, strange, strange me, things. Yeah, to me, that that just cancels any any rumors out. By, by the way, if Mike Elko has another good year, he's, uh, he's also uh, in that mix. I, look, I, I hope neither guy goes because they're both phenomenal coaches. All right, before I let you go, I got to ask you about this. So I keep seeing all these uh, top pitchers across college baseball transferring to Wake Forest to pitch in really almost a goofy ballpark. It shouldn't produce good pitchers. But Wake Forest has this pitching lab that is the rage. Uh, What makes it so unique and why haven't like every other school copied it already? There are a few other pitching labs with college baseball programs. What Wake has that nobody else does is the infrastructure around it with the medical side. Uh, Dr. Kristen Nicholson is, is the name behind the, the kind of, it's not, she, she's not teaching them how to throw breaking balls and right. stuff like that. I think that's Mike, Mike, Ma, Mike McFerrin is the pitching lab coordinator and Corey Mascara is the pitching coach. But Kristen is is breaking down kind of the evolutionary things in an arm as right. they throw. That that's a huge part of it that kind of goes unreported, um, just in in terms of oh they've got the pitching lab they can develop you. Um, that that's the selling point that kind of goes uh, unnoticed when when just we're talking about it. I mean, there were, how many guys got drafted? There were nine in the first ten rounds. I think had three yep. or four the next day. It's like half the roster got drafted. Yeah, that that bill was always going to come due, right? It was a extremely talented team, and it was an older team. Yeah. Uh, there, there weren't a bunch of freshmen and sophomores in there. Uh, they had one freshman in the lineup, and that's their shortstop. Uh, keep an eye on him down the road, but you know it, it was a it was an experienced roster, and the the bill was going to come due, and this month was that time. Yeah, that's why the portal is there. Uh, Connor O'Neill, I appreciate your time. He's not, uh, he's not on threads, but hey, that's okay. Uh, at Connor O'Neill underscore DI. Uh, thank you, my friend. Get on threads. I'm there. I don't, there's not a whole lot going on there yet, but who knows? Just be ahead of the game. I, I prefer to be behind the game. Come on. <laughs> you're, you're like a catcher. I was so far behind the game on Facebook. Uh, I'm Twitter, I, was, I was kind of there as it was getting going, but yeah, I'll join when I know that Twitter is no longer an option. Thanks, man. I appreciate your time. Thanks, Adam. More great news for carry commuters. With the new GoCarry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the GoCarry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the GoCarry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. GoCarry, where getting there is just a tap away.